From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 187 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today, let's talk about checking in on our sensations, checking in on those moles, the skin, the gums, the different parts of your body, and why this obsessing only fuels a health anxiety sufferer. When I used to suffer from anxiety, I felt like a slave to this constant checking. When I went to the bathroom, I would check my pee. But, you know, we always check our pee. But it was my reaction towards it that made me feel like a slave over this thing. Whatever it was, I didn't even know. I was just like bewildered by this. I would, you know, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and check parts of my body. I would be overly sensitive to red because it would remind me of blood. I would try to avoid situations where I could bleed or I would just check parts of my body like my poo, for example, if there was any blood in it. And so this constant obsessing, well, it drove me into the ground because it made me feel weak. It made me feel like a slave and it just kept my sensitization at an all-time high. Before we dive into more of this checking and how you can overcome this horrible dependent habit, let's go over your comments on previous episodes, starting with Bruce. On the last episode about addictions, he writes, one of the big addictions I'm battling currently is caffeine. I actually stopped and within the first two days experienced rough withdrawals. Now on day 10. Bruce, that's awesome that you're on day 10. I remember the first day or two going off caffeine and I had headaches and brain fog and the sluggishness. Yeah, I was really sensitive to that. And that's awesome that you can recognize that within yourself. So keep working, Bruce. Keep going. That's awesome. Uh, Francois says, this episode on addictions was tough to listen to for me because it brought up things I need to sacrifice in my life. It's hard for me to acknowledge these inadequacies, but I must. Thanks for the episode, Francois. I mean, that's always a, you know, a thing to contend with when come into contact with those we want to run as far away as possible but it's awesome that you acknowledge that because you know that awareness is part of the whole process thank you for the comments this episode is actually fueled by a question that came in from sophie she says i can't help but constantly check on my body for strange anomalies been overly sensitive to my health for years. Please help. Yes, Sophie. First, you've been practicing 
this checking for a long time. I assume. Because you said you've been overly sensitive to your health for years. Well, imagine how strong those circuits are associated with those habits, right? The checking. The checking is now part of your unconscious programming. Remember that the unconscious mind wants to automate you as much as possible. And the more you engage in a certain habit, the more your unconscious says, hey, this is what you value. Let's keep doing it. Even though it's unhealthy, even though that it's painful, it's what's familiar to you. And the second thing is that you attach much value to the act because what you pay attention to the most determines what you value. The concern you have over your health is what's most important to you, isn't it? What brought about your oversensitization? Well, it could be the imprint of the adults around you when you were young, right? The authority figures, they might have acted out the victim, the coping mechanisms, you know, being overly concerned about their health, sure, could be. Could be a traumatic moment in your life. Someone close to you gets ill. Someone close to you dies. You get ill. Maybe there's an accident. Or maybe you do something that you couldn't believe that you did. And now you're suffering from post traumatic stress or it could be the lifestyle choices you made like being addicted to those things you know to be unhealthy but you continue to do or you just don't even recognize that they're unhealthy it's just your normal right so you're smoking or you're addicted to uh, alcohol or sex that is up to you to determine. And the last episode, episode 186, will help you with any unconscious addictions that you may not be aware of and how to overcome them. A health anxiety sufferer has a foundation built on sand. They have poor beliefs over their image. And how do you change these beliefs? Well, discipline. Because you must change your lifestyle. Create a routine that promotes health. If you think you are unhealthy, sacrifice what you do daily that is unhealthy by your definition and add healthy habits. So if you think that you're unwell, that you have internal health concerns, well, it's a sign. That is your body's way of telling you, hey, things need to be burnt off and you need to reevaluate this whole framework that you have around you. Maybe you can sacrifice the instant gratifications now so that the future you could be better that could be healthy 
Because if you act out a smoker by going out and having a cigarette, well, that's not helping, right? Because you can use your internal dialogue and say, I am healthy, I am healthy, I am healthy. But then you go out and you smoke a cigarette. There's an incongruency there, right? Things aren't matching up. It's a lie you're telling yourself that is being suppressed, right? The smoking habit has become a part of who you are. But it's up to you to bring that addiction up into the spotlight and examine it. Do I really think this is healthy for me or good for me? No. Okay. What are you going to do about it? When you start to change one habit that you know to be unhealthy or not for you, then once you overcome that habit, that will actually motivate you to continue on to another habit. But it's your responsibility to acknowledge what's not working for you. And how do you even know if it's not working for you? Well, you just have to see what life is like without the thing. And you have to trust in yourself, right? Trust in yourself that this isn't good. Like, tell yourself the truth. Is this habit really promoting the high, my higher self? Is this habit promoting my higher self or facilitating my growth towards that higher self? And if that you really ask yourself and the answer comes up, you know it's the truth when you don't like the answer. And so the more you live in a healthy lifestyle, the more healthy you will feel. And when I talk about healthy lifestyle, I mean, you start to incorporate universal practices that help people reduce stress and boost their immune systems like meditation, yoga, any sort of exercise, whole foods, diet, breathing, And when you start to adopt these habits and see that, hey, my stress is lower, I'm starting to feel more calm, more aware, and I feel healthier, well, feeling is understanding. You just have to start to live a different lifestyle and then notice that, hey, it's actually better on this side. So use the sign or the signs of your body you know, the stressful feelings and the slave-like tendencies and all of that, you know, use that as a sign coming from your body that things need to be sacrificed and added. Your existing world is not optimal and what's required is the unknown. In the unknown, that's where you gather new information and incorporate that into your current being. Learn about anxiety. 
for me, the best way was to relate to those people who had what I had and overcame it. They were trying to solve the problem I had, and they solved the problem. What did they do? So checking in on your body, in the moles, in the strange discoloration, the urine, it's exhausting. It becomes top priority. And other things in your life get put on the back burner. Your relationships, your job, all the little things that you used to enjoy, they get put on the side. And now your life is consumed by worry, obsession. How is that? It's awful. Life is now misery. Your normal is now misery. The more you learn about anxiety, the more you understand what is happening internally. What is going on inside the mind of you? And then you can work for the benefit of your system rather than continue to fuel your stress with all of these coping strategies. And all of those coping strategies, I look back and I see a self that was a slave and that was stuck in misery. So if I was stuck in misery and my misery was my normal, I see that the way out was only when I decided to learn about anxiety and then change my lifestyle and adopt new disciplines because everything else wasn't working. And so you need to show this obsession that if you do not check on the sensation, then you won't die, okay? Because what... Are you telling yourself when you're checking in on parts of your body? If I check, I won't die. Okay, so what happens if you don't check? You're going to find out that you won't die. New associations start to form within the mind. Okay, this habit of checking is perceived as a need. I need to check. But what if you stopped checking or you challenged it, okay? The mind will start to attach not dying to the new way of being. Hey, I can check and not die. I've seen clients challenge this checking in extraordinary ways. Well, they would have coping behaviors that would only fuel their health anxiety. So things like avoiding to brush their teeth because that would only fuel their fear of seeing blood or wearing white underwear they would fear wearing white underwear for the fear of seeing blood. Avoiding the doctor for the fear of getting a bad diagnosis or getting a catastrophic 
diagnosis. Or wearing red because it's associated with blood. And so there would be many avoidance behaviors associated with an anxiety sufferer. But then they start to challenge those fears. And I see their sensitization radically decrease when they start to do that. The fear gets smaller and they become braver. Along with this, they add healthy routines into their lives. And so they start to meditate. They start to sacrifice too much TV. They start to spend more quality time with themselves. They start to understand themselves a lot more by recognizing all of these different things that they're a slave to. And they start to challenge everything, their whole frame. And then what happens is that they slowly get braver and braver and their anxiety starts to lessen because they're doing things that calm their amygdala down, they calm their stress system down, and then things radically change for them. And they start to see many aspects of themselves that they never thought was possible. They never they never knew existed. Hey, I can wear red and you know, nothing bad happened to me today. I can do it. Because the more you avoid something, the more that thing grows in size. And it is perceived by your unconscious system as a predator, as the dragon of chaos that will eat you. But then they start to challenge this and they start to acknowledge that that thing won't eat me. I can do this thing and survive. I won't see blood. I won't faint or I won't, well, I won't die when it comes down to it. If constant checking is making you feel weak and trapped, then wouldn't letting go of that habit be the better option? If you're already suffering, I mean, the way out is what you avoided before. How about not checking? But you might say, well, I need to check. I need to see that whether or not I'm okay. And then I say, because you're checking, you are not okay. So try a different approach. A mentally strong person does not check. Why? They believe they are healthy because of their lifestyle. They make the right sacrifices. So, if your approach is not working, then you need to step onto a different path. 
Make sure you re-listen to these podcasts over and over again if they resonate with you. Write down notes. I remember when I started my recovery, I was writing down notes from podcasts like the one I'm creating. And I carried the notes around with me during the day because I was so bloody tired of living a dependent lifestyle, a small lifestyle. I felt like I was in a tiny cage of pain and suffering. And when I started to branch out and learn from other people who overcame anxiety, things radically changed for me. I started to see a different perspective, a new way of living that it is possible to be free of this weight, these shackles. So if this podcast resonates with you, please leave your comments below. Please leave your rating on Spotify, on iTunes, so that it can reach more people who are trapped, who are in that cage, who are not able to get to where you are or where I am. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.